Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host and the creator of Budgets Made Easy. I help midlife women manage the next stage of their financial lives without all the guilt, overwhelm, and shame surrounding their past money mistakes. My journey toward money and time freedom started after we paid off $45,000 in debt in just 17 months. If you are looking for a judgment-free community where you can connect and grow with other women going through the same financial struggles as you, this is the place for you. Buckle up as we jump on the drive to money freedoms. You can enjoy this season of life without stressing about money in retirement and how to just get it all done. Let's get started. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for coming on a budget strategy session with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you're here and are willing to kind of share because I think a lot of people can relate to these sessions and take something from it as well. So um, typically what we do, just um, in case you haven't listened or those listening haven't uh, heard a budget strategy session before, typically what we do is uh, we kind of discuss maybe what the biggest thing or a high level kind of overview thing that you're struggling with, with your finances right now. And uh, come up with a few action steps uh, and for you to take action within the next 24 hours uh, or longer, depending on kind of what you're struggling with. Um, so it's not a deep dive into your finances. You don't have to share anything that you're not comfortable with sharing, of course. Um, and we will just dive on in. And for those listening, if you'd like to have your own budget strategy session, go to budgetsmeeteasy.com strategy. It's free. You can come on the podcast and we can discuss, uh, you know, whatever you are struggling with. So if you don't mind, can you give us just a little bit of background about your situation and what you're struggling with, whatever you're comfortable sharing? Yeah. So, um, I, um, you know, I, I have a husband, a son, so we're a family of three. Uh, we uh, have been trying to tackle debt uh, or rather stay and spend within our means. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we have debt and that's why we want to stop accumulating debt and also try to um, uh, start paying that debt off, right? Um, I think the biggest struggle I have is, um, uh, I'll describe it like this. I have a budget. I do zero-based budgeting. And when at the, in the middle of life, right, um, things come up and I'm like, oh, wow, like that is uh, something that I did not budget for, but that I should probably do like a medical bill or um uh, uh let's see like a subscription like an amazon prime membership subscription thing right well we'll pop in and i'm like oh i forgot i forgot that this was going to hit i didn't budget for him and now i am uh i don't have enough flexibility within the budget that i created to be able to then say, oh, okay, how am I going to fit this in? And then we just keep adding to our overage, budget overage, I guess. Gotcha. And so 
I think, you know, I know there's like planning involved and such, but in, in putting together a budget, but I think where I struggle is if I were to say, you know, okay, well, next month or next pay period, when I put together my budget, I got to remember like, you know, th that medical bill or this membership or whatever, that's probably going to hit. And then in the end, I'm like, I don't have money for the necessities, I guess, the the things I actually know I'm going to have to spend money on, like gas and food and, you know, uh, minimum payments and things like that, right? And so I guess where I'm struggling is what trade-offs can I make when um, my current budget has not a whole lot of wiggle room for those unexpected or unplanned um, expenditures. Yeah, and I hear this a lot, especially in the last year or so with the increasing costs of everything while our mm -hmm. income has not increased. So no, you're not the only one struggling with this right now. And it is harder when you don't have as much wiggle room in your budget, because typically what I would encourage people to do is even though you're doing a zero base budget, I still want you to have a buffer or a miscellaneous amount for those unexpected things as you're, you know, going through the year and you've forgotten to things, right? Of course, as you go, that'll get less and less, uh, but especially in the beginning. Now, if you don't have enough wiggle room in there, then there's really two options. You have to decrease expenses somehow or increase your income when you boil it down, right? And that mm -hmm. I know that sounds easier said than done. <laughs> like I get that. So right. um, what I would encourage you to do is look through and see if there are any um, expenses that you can cut even temporarily, like even if you cut some, you know, um, some subscriptions, even Amazon prime, um, it, temporarily so that you can get kind of caught up and give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. And a lot of those things, like even Amazon prime, if you're paying it yearly, um, I'm not even sure what it is right now. Cause I actually share with my mom. So I don't know if you have somebody you could share <laughs> the account right. with or certain accounts. Mm -hmm. I know like Netflix is cutting down on that. You can't do that anymore, but a lot of other services you can. So so like I will split things with my mom uh, for streaming services. Um, but another thing to think about is, um, do you have anything you can sell? Um, do you have anything um, maybe withholdings out of your paychecks? If you can make any adjustments there, especially since we're at the end of the year and the beginning of next year. Um, of course, I'm not an accountant and we're not going to deep dive into whether or not like that's a feasible option for you. But for a lot of people, it is, uh, especially if you typically get a refund. And since we're at the end of the year, you could make the adjustment for just, you know, a couple pay periods to kind of get some of that buffer built up. Do mm -hmm. you have um, the basic emergency fund yet? Do you have any money saved? Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Do you have anything that you can think of right now that you could either cut expense wise, cut down, um, or uh, like subscriptions you could eliminate right. anything like that? Right. And so that's where I also struggle in the sense that um, for me personally, I can justify any expense, yeah. <laughs> right? As a 
necessity or yeah. as a high, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like I deserve it or I work hard. I, I should be able to, that's well, what a lot of people say. I don't know. If it's that's a lot same. of things. Well, there's other things like, for example, like tutoring for my son. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I, it's expensive, but I also want him to be successful in school. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I can convince myself that that money is well worth it and that I should not decrease it. Right. Other things like um, my dog's medication. Mm -hmm. Right. It's I don't it's not necessarily covered by an insurance. I could, I guess, get pet insurance. But my point is that it's like, well, I'm not going to not medicate my dog who's in a lot of pain. Right. Mm -hmm. Geriatric dog. And so I'm like, well, I would like to medicate and <laughs> and make sure that my dog is pain free. Uh, for instance, uh, something came up uh, just this week. Um, like there was an opportunity to uh, participate in a sports camp, right? And I know it's something that like my son would enjoy, you know, we asked him, like, would you rather do that? Or would you rather do this? Right? He's like, I'd rather do the sports camp. So there goes, you know, that I guess, allocation of funds, right? And so if one were to say like, hey, why could, couldn't could you just reduce some of these expenditures? A lot of times I'm just like, well, they're not necessarily for me all the time, you know, right. they're for my family, you know, yeah. they're for um, providing that. And so that's how I can talk myself into holding on to those expenses and then you know, for things that might be a little bit more variable, like groceries or um, eating out or something, right? It's like, well, you know, uh, we're, we're going to Taco Bell, right? That's not extravagant by any means, you know, but- But it adds time, up. <laughs> but it adds up. <laughs> it right? adds up, yeah. And, and so we could do that less, right? Uh, but it's not going to be equivalent to, um, you know, to say doing that one less time a month is not the equivalent to in in terms of order of magnitude to like tutoring for the month right right and so it's, it's i feel like i'm doing all the little things right the the 20 the 30 the 50 dollar savings here and there and it's the you know $400 a month thing or that $200 a month thing right it's like the hundreds of dollars that are impacting my budget the most. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how absolutely. do I offset that with those $20, $30 savings here and there? Well, I would counter that with, you know, food expenses, especially eating out, going through the drive-thru. I mean, even, even with just three of you, that's at least $30, probably yep. closer to 40 every single yep. time you go through. So how often are you going through the drive-thru typically? Once a week. Okay. So not, not terrible, like not a ton. Mm -hmm. Now, what about your groceries? Is there, are you, do you think that there's some room to cut back on anything I think Grocery so. Grocery wise? Right. I think so. But so say for instance, each week, you know, we spend, you know, embarrassingly like 20, uh, sorry, $200 a month, uh, sorry, $200 a week on groceries, right? 
I could probably get it down to like 150. Maybe. Well, 200 is yeah. still not that much. So yeah. I think you're right. Um, so what I would, without knowing all the numbers of your budget, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> yeah. what I would can um, think about is how to increase your income. If there, if there is some ways that you can do that um, between mm-hmm. you and your husband. Mm-hmm. And so depending on your work schedule, um, if you can work overtime, um, there's Upwork, which is like online, um, jobs as well. Um, mm-hmm. with just like random things right. on there. Um, the other thing I would think about, I know you mentioned tutoring is the tutoring something that you would just like him to do, um, to, or does he actually need it? Like, does, is he behind or does he need that extra support? Or is it just something you feel like you need to do as a parent to help him he's in a, life in general? He's behind enough where um, I can't provide the support that he needs okay. to catch up. Yeah. And I would consider that a need, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I would also think about, you know, the dog medication. Um, I would not think of those things as um, wants that you can cut, right? And mm-hmm. so I think you can kind of let that aspect of it go. Um, for like trying to cut expenses. One thing that I will say is that this sounds like it could just be a season because if your dog's older, you're not going to be paying for those medications forever. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately Mm -hmm. there will be an end to the medication. I hate to say it that way, but there is, there will be an end at some point to that expense. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and hopefully there will be um, an end to the tutoring expense as well. If it's working and he's able to get caught up and, um, hopefully that there will be an end to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not like these expenses are going to hopefully last forever. And Mm -hmm. so it may be a season where you just try not the best that you can to not add to the debt. Maybe you're not paying it off like you want to, but I would say the goal would be to not add to it. And, but it right. sounds like you are to a certain extent. And so any way that you can limit that, the better. So mm-hmm. maybe it's unfortunately not even bringing up the camp, you know, the sport right. camp, you know, right. because if he doesn't know about it, then True. you don't have to have guilt about it. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know yeah. his age or anything like that, but that mm-hmm. is probably not like a life altering decision. Right. Like if he doesn't right. go to camp, he's not going to, you know, right. be able to right. play whatever exactly. sport. So, exactly. you know, and if you have the mindset of this is just a season, it's easier to get through because I feel like if you think it's just going to be that way forever, it's easier to just use the card because it's like, well, when will you be able to pay for the sports camp? Right. Or when will you be able to spend money on whatever? Um, And I think that if you kind of shift that mindset a little bit to it's temporary and you just have to get through it as the best Mm -hmm. that you can and with as minimum or limited impact on adding to the debt as possible, um, you'll be able to get through it easier. Now, I would still encourage you to try to find some ways that you can realistically increase your income. If that's possible, I know it's not possible for everybody, um, but there are lots of online jobs and things that you could try. Um, and I don't know what your guys's work situation is. If the overtime is available, um, 
you know, if you have anything to sell maybe for like things that pop up, like the sports camp, if you have anything that you're not using that you might be able to sell on like Facebook marketplace. Um, that's a big one. I think that a lot of people use, um, I'm trying to think of what else I've done several podcast episodes about making extra money. So, mm-hmm. um, I can give you a, um, a couple of those as well. Cause I don't remember them off the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. but this has come up before. Um, and so do you, what do you think about trying to, is it possible for your guys' situation to maybe look for some ways to make some extra money? Is that an, even an option? I think it it could be uh, not in terms of overtime, but doing kind of a side, you know, uh, hustle or something, mm-hmm. or doing online, you know, whatever it is, online surveys, blah blah blah, right? Um, I think that is possible. I think where I think mentally, I'm uh, maybe discouraging myself before I even get started right is like mm-hmm. well is it really going to make that much of a difference if I bring in you know an extra 100 bucks a month or something like that right um to start out with and so um yeah I think it's just getting over that mental hurdle to be like well how much do you think you are how much do you think you're going to make when I try to bring in this extra income before uh, compared to versus, you know, how much are you actually bringing in? Yeah. Right. And so maybe in my head, I'm just thinking what's an extra hundred bucks. Right. And then in reality, that hundred bucks pays for a sports camp or something. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. Like every little bit helps, even if it is seemingly a little bit. Well, and I would say that, um, whatever you're doing, even if you have to actually I mean, go get a part-time job. You're going to make more than a hundred dollars. So, yeah, like, so yeah, exactly. if you think about it in terms of, okay, 400, would it be worth it? Do, mm-hmm. You know, would that pay for the tutoring or, right. you know, the dog's right. medication or whatever? So, um, you know, and that would even, even that can be temporary, you right. know, working extra, like, I wouldn't want you to have to hustle like that forever. Like nobody wants to do that, right? Like that's not ideal. Um, so even if you say, okay, I will give it four months or six months to at least get some savings built up, pay for tutoring, um, you know, get some debt paid off. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to do it for two or three years, you know, even it could just be like mentally, okay, I'm going to try and do this for at least a couple of months, see how much I can make, see if it's worth it. Um, cause it may not always be worth it depending on right. if you can pay your bills and at least not add to the debt every month, you may decide, okay, if I can stick to it, and not add to the debt, it's not, it's not worth it to me mentally or physically. Like I'd rather be at home with my kid. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, there is that balance, but I would encourage you to at least try for a couple months and then get, you know, at least a thousand dollars saved. Right. And if that does that, then, you know, you could take a break, um, and take, you know, the summer off and then try and then do it again to pay for Christmas or, you know, birthdays or, mm-hmm. you know, vacation, whatever, um, mm-hmm. that you want to set some money aside for. Um, so if you go in thinking like with a specific amount that you want to make and a specific reason 
that you're mm-hmm. doing it, I think that will be easier for you mentally. Oh, Cause if you're just going in thinking, Oh, I just have to make money. And there's like never an end in sight. It's a lot harder to make yourself do it. Right. right. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to pay for his tutoring for the next six months. This is what I have to make. And then when I do that, I can quit or I can mm-hmm. be done for now. Right. How does that right. sound? That sounds better. I think that yeah. mentally like sounds much more, um, I guess, uh, directed maybe. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's, uh, a bit aimless, right. Yes. In terms of like, Oh, I got to make more money. Right. And there's no, necess- I don't put a reason behind it. I'm just like, I just gotta make more money. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I need to make more of money to pay for tutoring, right. For six months or to go even like on a family vacation. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I need to do? How much money is that going to cost? And then how much money, do you know uh I have to bring in uh or what do I have to do to bring that in and then once I bring that in then then I can stop right yes or I exactly can, um set a different goal right but I think it's yeah. it it would be very helpful for me to to com- kind of compartmentalize that effort to and be very I guess explicit to myself and be like this is for this purpose right mm-hmm. and and that's why I'm doing this Right. So, yes, yeah. that is definitely helpful. Cause when you don't have a reason or like a good enough reason, when uh-huh. you just like need to pay off debt, just because you feel like you need to, or, you know, Oh, yeah. I need to get a second job just cause I need like, it's not enough motivation to, right. to get it done. It's just right. not. So, um, the other thing I would suggest to you is, um, whatever like, um, value, whatever dollar amount you want to make bring home wise, like in your uh-huh. pocket, uh-huh. um, I would make a visual of that and fill it in as you make money so that you can see that you're actually making progress on that goal. And I would be, um, as best as you can, like whatever you decide that that money will go towards that, that is what it goes towards because you will feel, um, you will get discouraged if it ends up going, like you don't know where it ends up going and it doesn't go towards which you want it to go towards. And then you're like, why am I working all this extra when I'm not reaching my goal? So I would, um, try and stay as much as you can focused on that, um, Mm -hmm. as well. So, um, I would all, you mentioned surveys. So, um, surveys, you don't typically make much. I don't know if you've done surveys before. I know when I've done them, of course it's been years. It, it really wasn't worth my time. Uh, right. cause it was like a couple dollars here and there. So I wouldn't yeah. necessarily waste your time doing surveys, right. but there are lots of other sites that I am sure that you can figure out, um, whatever it, and you can Google, like if you're not sure. So I interviewed for, um, uh, it's in money success club, my membership group. I don't think I'm trying to think if I had it here on the podcast or not, but, um, their names were Josh and Alicia and they paid off like $87,000 in like 19 months or something by finding jobs on Upwork that a lot of them, they didn't even know how to do, but they Uh Googled it. And like if they thought they could figure it out, they put in a proposal for it and nice. that's what they did. So don't sell yourself short. I'm sure you can figure it out. Like, even if you don't think you necessarily are like qualified for a job on there, like go for it anyway <laughs> type nice. of thing. So don't sell yourself short on that. Um, now the one thing with Upwork is you do have to, I mean, it's like pennies, 
Um, whenever you make a profile as a freelancer for somebody looking for work, you do have to buy like credits and it's, you have to use like so many, it's kind of weird that way. You have to use credits to like apply for a job. Um, so just keep that in mind. It might cost you a little bit to get started on Upwork. It's not expensive at all. It was, mm -hmm. It's like really cheap, but um, that is like the number one platform that I use when I'm looking for help with things in my business. So um, that's the one that I usually recommend, um, but it does cost you a little bit as somebody looking for work. Um, and then, but there is also fiverr.com freelancer um, writer. So if you are uh, good with writing, you can make a lot of money if you can uh, type really fast, if you're good with writing as well. So oh, nice. Um, nice. All right. So as we wrap up here, um, what do you think you could do in the next 24 hours to kind of get started on this? I know we talked about lots of different things, but what's one thing that you could take action on in the next 24 hours, do you think? I think, uh, you know, looking at, you know, my own budget and kind of earmarking the things that, you know, I definitely find as, um, I'll say, in, in my mind, necessities and whether um, that will be the line item that say I try to offset with, you know, extra income, right? And so um, I think something like groceries isn't as specific enough mm -hmm. for me, right? But like a tutoring bill or like um, even just the culmination of all our like streaming services right like knowing that okay these are the things that you know this extra this extra effort to get income right will be going towards I think those are the things that I'd like to do and then you know going on to Upwork and seeing what's out there um, and yeah and see if I can dangle that carrot in front of me right <laughs> um, to be able to make some uh some progress towards just not accumulating more debt. Yeah. I like it. All right. I love those goals. So I will follow up with you to see if you did it in the next okay. 24 hours. Awesome. Uh, do, you, do you have any questions for me uh, before we wrap up? No, I think this was super helpful and I'm glad that, you know, I was able to come on and uh, hopefully, um, yeah, make some progress toward my, towards my uncles. So, awesome. Thank you. I love it. I'm looking forward to following up with you. Thanks for okay. coming. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much to Amy for being willing to show up and be vulnerable and honest about her situation. Again, if you would like to join me for your own budget strategy session, go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy, and I'll see you in the next one.